Good morning, everyone. It's Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, and creator of the Cinema Draft Game. Coming to you this morning, this Friday morning, with a micropod where we are taking a preview at the box office, trying to prognosticate and figure out what is going to do well this weekend at the box office, as well as review some call sheets. And we are going to take a look at Box Office Mojo, where we get most of our statistics from. And it looks like Fantastic Beasts had quite a evening with 8.75 million last night. I certainly contributed to that, not just because I have an over-under out there for 90 million this opening weekend for Fantastic Beasts, but I was curious. I wanted to see what it might do with... Um, with a whole new prequel set up to the Harry Potterverse. And I have to admit, I, I do have a review uh, on, on Fantastic Beasts over at our company blog, which is medium.com slash at Cinema Draft. And I have to admit, I'm, you know, the Harry Potterverse just isn't quite for me. Um, this is where you can find the review on our company blog. Uh, I, you know, I mean, it's it's a technical. I'm gonna say it's technical Marvel, but you know, there's a lot of you know a lot of good special effects. A lot of stuff blows up. It's as I say, the Michael Bayist of the Harry Potter movies, uh, at least the ones I've seen. And you know, it's it's you know, I I'm just one of those guys that I need to know the rules. What are the rules to this world? And I just couldn't quite figure out, you know, why. I mean, it seems it seems like the stakes are are supposed to be really high in this world, you know, but anytime you can pull a spell out the back of your ass and, you know, get yourself out of it, it doesn't seem too, you know, too high stakes really. So I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't quite like it that much, but uh, judging from the crowd that was there, it was a 1045 showing. It was, I would say the, the theater is about 75% full. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to do 85 to 87 million. 90 million is an outside, outside possibility if word of mouth from the, the hairy potheads <laughs> really spreads, but uh, I I have to say it's not quite for me. So with that in mind, let's go take a look at some call sheets. Uh, and so once you're inside the Cinema Draft client, go click live, and we'll see all these wonderful contests in progress. And yes, as I stated on in the newsletter yesterday, I made a mistake. I gave you guys ten extra dollars in the twenty dollar key grip. So enjoy the extra money, y'all. Um, but let's take a look at some of the call sheets in the feature presentation. Take a look at some of the people who are playing this week. Thanks for everybody who keeps supporting. Make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend. And so we'll start with my call sheet. And I'll give you an idea of what my thought process was as I constructed this call sheet. Now, obviously, Fantastic Beasts, where to find them, is priced really high. And it's probably, you know, one of the most expensive films we'll see all this year outside of Rogue One, which is coming in about in about three or four weekends. And that one, I can tell you right now, it's going to cost through the nose. So if you choose to to add an actor from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them to your call sheet, it's going to be prohibitively expensive. It's it's going it's going to make your construction a little wonky. So I have so I decided to take a tack where I'm going to take a non-headliner, a non-headliner from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Allison Sudol at 38,000 and then try to work around 
the edges with the rest of my call sheet. I really believe in this movie, The Edge of 17. The Edge of 17, it's like a coming-of-age movie, which has gotten really good reviews, outstanding reviews. And somehow, it was. I originally projected that it was going to be wide release, supposed to... Uh, the early numbers saw that it might come out on 2,050 screens. Turns out at theater count lock time, it came in at 1945, just under 2,000. So that means it's going to be a limited release, and it's going to make a ton of money in the limited release category. So it makes it probably – I'm not sure if it's it's one of the best value plays, but if it makes – it's projected 11 million this weekend. I mean, you're, t- you're looking at – at 22 points, non-headliner, you know, probably 32, 34 points as as a headliner. So that's that's pretty that's that's pretty good value for that that limited release category. So I want to make sure I had exposure to that to to someone from from uh, uh, the edge of 17. Oops, gets one back a little too far. So I have I have Woody Harrelson. He's a headliner from the edge of 17. And then I pretty much had to and I wanted to make sure I had exposure to trolls because because check something out. Something something's really interesting with trolls. Trolls is trolls is picked to come in ahead of Doctor Strange at 21.5 million. And yet it costs generally cheaper than, than what Doctor Strange is doing. So I figured I wanted to get exposure to trolls. Uh, I wanted to get headliner exposure to trolls for the, for the cheap price. So I've got exposure to, to to three of what I think are the top of the top three movies this week, or top performing movies this weekend in their respective release types. And then I pretty much had to punt the rest with L. And I wanted a little bit of loving because loving is expanding to 137 screens this weekend. Not not a huge expansion. It's it's kind of following you know a moonlight path where it's you know rolling out. You know, uh, very gently. It was, I believe it started on four screens, then 46, then now it's on 137. So it's it's, it's creeping up. Um, so I want exposure to those films. And then I, I just pretty much punted the rest with L and basically left zero dollars and zero cents on my call sheet. So that was my thinking going into the construction for this call sheet this weekend. So let's take a look at some of the other call sheets in the feature presentation. Okay, so you know what? Let's take a look at one of my family friends, Rachel, aka Disney Ray. Thanks for playing again, Rachel. I appreciate your dedication. One time to the to the Rainier Valley uh, Stitch Group, <laughs> Knitting and Stitch Group, uh, and so she also went with Fantastic Beasts. Good job, Arrival. I like that pick. I like that pick, uh, Disney Ray. That's it's a really good pick. I'm I'm a fan of Arrival, and according to and and according to uh, to this this week's uh, according to this week's uh, uh, projections, Arrival still going to do some decent business at 15.6 million. So that's pretty cool. Um, and shut in. She might have just been punting um, because I don't really expect big things out of shut in. It's it's still way too wide for its own good. It's only going to do about you know. You know, two two and a half million this weekend. So not quite sure what that was there. She definitely got. Her, she's definitely trying to get her headliner points. So kudos for that. Um, and she gets, she has herself some moonlight, which is good. And then Girl on the Train is is a little surprising. It is just under five hundred. So it might actually be a decent value play at the platform release type. Uh, we'll have to see how it compares to to the <clears throat> the lovings of the world, which have a lot of heat on them, but far less screens. So this is an interesting call sheet. Um, I like the construction. Uh, good luck to you, Rachel, aka Disney Ray 24. We'll see how it performs. It might be another top 10 finish for you. 
let's see another one that might be interesting. Hebrew Hammer. Shout out to my boy Mike from the group text. Let's see what he's got going on here. So he did a total fade. He faded Fantastic Beasts. Okay, so let's see what he's got going on here. So he, he's really in on Moonlight. Moonlight this week actually expanded to 650 screens, which makes it limited. So it'll be interesting to see how on 650 screens it compares to a, to a 1945 screen monster like the Edge of 17. So he did a fade of Fantastic Beasts. Oop, let's go back. Sometimes my cursor sticks. Okay. Uh, so he fade, so he went so he has a three pack of moonlight, a headliner stack of arrival. I like that strategy, Mike. This actually is is a is a pretty good looking call sheet, because then he also does a headliner stack of of loving. <clears throat> Uh, toss in some Hacksaw Ridge for good measure, which seems like it's going to consistently perform at about 7.4 million this weekend. Uh, Trolls <clears throat> covering, you know, the, the, the second ranked movie of the weekend with at least one headliner. And then The Edge of 17, headliner with, with Haley Steinfeld. Uh, so this is a nine headliner call sheet. And, you know, I, I like your chances, Mike. I really do. I like your chances, Hebrew Hammer. This is a pretty good looking call sheet. I approve. I think uh, our frequent co host uh, co-host uh, Jay Devlin would approve. That, that's a, that's a good-looking call sheet. I, I like that. That's that's that, that's going to do some things this weekend. I predict top five for our boy, the Hebrew Hama. And we'll, one quick look at the draft, Mom Claudette Jackson. Let's see what Mom's thinking this weekend. Fantastic beasts of where to find them. Solid. Uh, head, oh, headliner with Colin Farrell, and then. Oh, okay. Look at this. So she's got a headliner stack of loving for, for platform. She has a bleed for this. Now this is what's probably going to cost you, Mom. Bleed for this, which I optimistically thought because of all the marketing I'd seen, because of the storyline, because it's based on a true story, uh, I thought it would perform better than what it did, which is why it's priced in the ten thousand. So she she did a non-headliner in Christine Evangelista. Who's Christine Evangelista? Have we seen her before? Oh, okay, cute. Uh, she, oh, she must play the wife of Vinnie Pazienza in Bleed for this, or the girlfriend, or what have you. Anyways, um, so I think what's probably going to cost you, Mom, where this ten thousand dollars could have been better spent, is Bleed for this is actually only projecting to make about three million, despite being, you know, despite being on. Actually, how many screens is it on? Is that limited? Oh wow, only 1,500 screens. Okay, that's that's actually, it's not the worst pick in the world. I just don't think we'll get the bang for your for your buck. Uh, projected six points at the limited uh, release type, uh, three million in its opening weekend. It might not do what we think it's going to do. Um, Nocturnal animals are interesting choices. Uh, Non-headliners though. Uh, this looks like that's probably all she can afford. But I do like getting some exposure to nocturnal animals. Only going to be on 37 screens, but oh, I don't know. It looks interesting. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's well cast. It's got it's it's you know got some hallmarks of a prestige film. I think grownups are going to seek this this film out in the limited release. It, it's in in on 37 screens. Uh, Jack Reacher, not a fan of that. Even at limited, how many screens is it on? It's on 1,100 screens. What did Jack Reacher do last weekend? Last weekend, Jack Reacher did uh, 
3.3 million on 2,500 screens. It's probably going to do 2 million or less on less screens. I don't know. I'm not, not a huge fan of that. But, you know, I've been wrong before, very recently in this game. So what do I know? Uh, yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's not a bad call sheet. I think it might keep her outside the top 10. But love, love the support. Draft Mom, appreciate it. And we'll see how you do this weekend. And let's check out fan favorite James Devlin. Let's see what Jay was thinking since he can't join us this, uh, this week. Uh, he, you know, so he's, so he, he pays fealty to fantastic beasts of where to find them. He gives it up for them. Headliner, Eddie Redmayne, the slightly cheaper, the two headliners. And then he's all in on loving. I like it. One, two, three, four, five, a six pack of on loving. Couldn't afford a headliner though. Interesting. Uh, and then, oh, headliner stacks the edge of 17. Well done, Jay Devil. Well done. I like where your head's at on this one. I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not so sure if Loving's going to do what we want it to do, but I love the headliner stack at edge of 17 because at, at the limited release type, I mean, it's just a steal. It's, 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 it's a, I mean, even though it's priced up for where we thought it would be, I mean, at, it's going to give you a solid 22 points most likely at the at that limited release type, which means at headliners, you're probably going to get 32, 34 points. Just doing the math off the top of my head. I'm bad at math. Uh, and and then also punting, getting one L headliner. That, this, is, this is a smart call sheet. I like it. I'm, I'm seeing top five potential of this call sheet. It, it really, though, comes down to how well Loving's going to do expanding out. And it's we just don't know where it's going to be. Uh, one more from this from from this uh, contest. Uh, let's check into BTTF. He always has some interesting some interesting call sheets. Uh, let's see what he's thinking this week. A very astute player. Choose to remain anonymous, but of course you're always invited to come onto the podcast. Okay, so he's also he's doing uh, full fate of Fantastic Beasts. He I like where his head's at. He's heavy on trolls. He's got a headliner from the Edge of 17. He's heavy on loving, four-pack of loving, including a headliner stack. So that's very interesting. And then also, he also likes Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Uh, limited release, 1,176 screens. <clears throat> but it seems like the early projections are it's only going to make 4.5 million. I wonder if that's... I don't know. That's. I wonder if that's because it's going to be on several pricey IMAX screens, or this is one. This is also a film that I think the prognosticators are going to get wrong. I think it's going to do more than 4.5 million. I just don't know if it's going to do, you know, 11 million ish. Like I truly believe the Edge of 17 has potential to do. So, so I don't know. So this this is this is a little bit of a risky call sheet. I mean. So you're going to have two choices this weekend in constructing your call sheets, or you had two choices in constructing your call sheet. Either you get one actor from Fantastic Beasts, or you did a full fade of that movie and and went for for value with your Trolls, your, your edges, edges of Seventeens, or your Arrival. So, so I do like this call sheet. I just think it's it's a highly it's a high variance uh, play. It's it either it needs a hit on all of its on all of its outside the box picks and actors, or and and overperform on Loving or and, and Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Or it's just going to totally, you know, fall flat. But I like the strategy. I like I like the the, the risks taken this weekend. 
Uh, good luck to you, BTTF. And before we head out, I just want to show a few of my other call sheets. Actually, let's go to call sheets. Duh, that'll be easier. A few of my other call sheets which are running right now. Um, and let you know what the thought process were behind thought processes were behind them. So in the best boy, I decided I was going to do a full fade of of Fantastic Beasts, and I was and I went all in on on Edge of Seventeen. I I mean I have a one two three I have a four pack including a headliner stack of Edge of Seventeen. I've got uh, I've got a headliner stack of Trolls. I've got the headliner from from L, and then also I've got a headliner stack of Moonlight. And to be honest with you, I like this call sheet maybe better than the one I put in the feature presentation, only because if we are right about the Edge of 17, it is going to deliver like nobody's business. We're talking about about probably 120 points for honestly for almost this the, the price of one headliner in in the the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And then Moonlight, we want exposure to Moonlight because once again, expanding 650 screens, I mean, and I'm and honestly, I'm thinking about checking out this weekend, you know, to, and, and supporting uh, this African-American themed film. Uh, I, I I think that if it, if it does anywhere near its, you know, per screen averages over the last few weeks, which I think has been, you know, coming at six, 7,000 per screen, uh, you know what? Let me get a calculator. I'm tired of doing math off the top of my head. Uh, all right. So let's say it gets 6,000 per screen on 650 screens. Then you're looking at 3.9 million at lim. Oh, oh. Well, actually, that's not that exciting. <laughs> if you're, if all right. So basically, the basic math is is 3.9 million if you're expecting 6,000 per screen average on Moonlight. And if that's the case, then you're pretty much only getting about 7.8 points at a headliner, you're looking at <clears throat> just under a shade under 11 points per actor. I don't know. Now that looks kind of pricey. I went, now, to be, now, to be honest with you, when I when I set these values, these these actor salaries for uh, for Moonlight, <clears throat> I mean, it's still somewhat affordable compared to the Edge of 17. The Edge of 17 is, project, is projected to do 11 million, and I thought that was going to be a wide release film. And when I set these the values for Moonlight, I thought that it was still going to be a platform film, so I priced it up for that release type. But now that it's creeped into the limited release category, it seems it seems pretty overpriced. So it'll be interesting. I mean, <clears throat> you know, theater. That's part of the excitement, the thrill of the game is that you know things do change at when theater lock happens at 6 p.m. On, on Thursdays. So, and speaking of, that does remind me, and I'll try to do a reminder at the end, next week is Thanksgiving in America. So, you know, on Thursdays, you know, we do, <clears throat> it is a big holiday. I'm pretty sure the last thing people will be doing or want to be doing after stuffing their guts with turkey and all that good stuff is attending the call sheet. So we're, <clears throat> we're working to see if we can, if we can offer the game on Wednesday night. Uh, stay tuned for that. We are trying to get the game going next Wednesday night so you can spend Thursday with your families in front of the TV watching football and all that good stuff. Uh, okay, so in the gaffer, the $15 gaffer, I made no bones about it. <clears throat> Edge of 17 life. I'm about that 17 life. I did a full I – I, I maxed out on Edge of 17. I have eight pack. With the headliner stack and plus also six other actors from the Edge of Seventeen, uh, I could be brilliant or I could be off. We'll see, <clears throat> because basically we're counting on. <clears throat> excuse me, 
we're basically we're counting on an estimated <clears throat> 22 points per actor for for Edge of 17, which would give us about 132 points with just six actors, and then with the headliners, you're looking at 30.8 times two, so that's 61.6 plus 132. So right there, you've got 190, you have 193.6 points. And then I still had space left over for trolls. And, you know, which if it gets its 21 million or whatever at, at a headliner, you're probably looking about 34 points. And then also nocturnal animals. I mean, it, that that's kind of a wild card in the platform release category. But, but Jake Gyllenhaal fans, uh, if it does do brisk business, it's the point of like, you know, a million or so, then you're looking at basically 15 points. So this call sheet has 240, 250 point potential doing, not only just doing a total fade of Fantastic Beasts, but going all in on the edge of 17. And I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I want to see that movie too. Uh, I might go see Moonlight first, but I, I want to see the edge of 17 as well. Okay. Another one of my call sheets, uh, Key Grip. The idea behind this one was 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 going more all in on trolls because basically if, we're, if this movie is going to be the second ranked movie this weekend with 21 million ish then then we're basically looking at like a hundred points actually yeah we're basically looking at 100 110 points between this four pack of trolls which is the most i could i could fit under my budget including the headliners and then and then also doing a headliner stack of edge of 17 a headliner stack of l uh, uh Punting a little bit with the girl on the train, but doing a headliner with the girl on the train with Haley Bennett, and then getting exposed to loving through Martin Sockis. Big shouts out to him, the villain from the original Triple X movie, uh, <clears throat> with Vin Diesel, not just some you know Randy movie. <laughs> uh, and it looks like this this has potential. Um, the theoretically or honestly, I'm not sure if it has. 200 point potential but it's got some potential so we'll see what's going on with this call sheet uh might not be what we need but it was that was a thought process behind my thinking there and then and then also take a look at the best boy 30 dollars best boy and this one is more of a balanced fade of fantastic beasts uh this one has has a four pack from the edge of 17, including the headliner stack of Haley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson. <clears throat> it also, we also have trolls, a headliner stack of trolls. We have a headliner stack of moonlight, and then we uh, have a headliner of L and a headliner from nocturnal animals with Jake Gyllenhaal. <clears throat> so this is, this is a more balanced fade. Once again, it looks like you're probably going to, I mean, it, I mean, let, let's think, let's do the math real quick. Ian. let's, let's take a look at, that, so that was my thinking behind the call sheet for the best boy. But let's take a look real quick at my at my call sheet for <clears throat> for the feature presentation where we had exposure to where we had exposure to Fantastic Beasts, right? So if this movie does what people think is, let's say let's say it tops set at ninety million, right? Which is a, which is a prognostication, which is one hundred twenty six points with headline. Actually, okay, so I didn't even do a headliner here, so that might be my first problem. Let's say it comes in with with ninety points just from this movie here alone, and then another thirty something points from Trolls with the headliner, and then we basically punted all with L, and we have no idea what L is going to do. I mean, it's only on what forty six screens, I think twenty four screens. So that actually might be a bad move by there by me with this call sheet. This might not be the most attractive call sheet because because with the call sheet we're looking at earlier with the fade of Fantastic Beasts, 
It had 242 point potential. And this call sheet right here doesn't even have 160 point potential. So, so it looks like those people who faded Fantastic Beast smartly but got exposure to a lot of trolls, some moonlight, uh, maybe even some loving, and definitely the Edge of 17 are ones that are really going to perform this weekend. So it's going to be another interesting weekend at the box office. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, follow along as, as you can. Um, you know, make use of some of these tools out there like Box Office Mojo, which gives projections and updates throughout the weekend. We will be emailing you updates uh, generally around 3 or 3.30 p.m. Pacific each, uh, each day starting tomorrow. And make sure you check us out uh, on Cinema Draft on social media. We're everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, Medium, YouTube, and subscribe if you're not listening to this on a podcast. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Get updates with all our pods, micropods, and rate and review us so people can discover us. You know, give it, Leave some comments in the iTunes section. That helps more people discover the Cinema Draft, Cinema Draft podcast. And once, oh, and once again, just a warning, we are going to try to start the game on Wednesday. We will get, we will update you all via our newsletter on Tuesday with what our plans are for Thanksgiving week. Uh, there's an outside chance we might not be able to run a game next week, but uh, we are looking to do the game on Wednesday night, uh, 6 p.m. call sheet lock, 10 p.m. start time. So stay tuned for that. <clears throat> we'll also announce it through social media as well and do what we can to keep you informed of when the game's running. So thank you all for listening. Find, a, uh, find us at cinemadraft.co. Tell all your friends, sign for the beta. And good luck to you all this weekend. And I guess we'll see you guys at the movies. <laughs>